Welcome to Slow American English, the podcast for learners of American English. I'm your host, Karen Tolliver. This is episode number 55, The Liberty Bell. Before we begin, I have some announcements. One, I hope you acted on the previous podcast, which describes how to become a patron of the podcast. Please visit the podcast website and click on the top menu bar where it says Patron Level Details. The link is www.slowamericanenglish.net slash p-a-t-r-o-n-l-e-v-e-l-s. Your contributions will help me continue to bring this important podcast to the world. 2. The next live discussion for Level 1 patrons and above will be on Thursday, 18 July, at 10 a.m. U.S. Mountain Time. You must email me at info at slowamericanenglish.net to let me know you will attend. I realize that if you are in certain time zones, it might prevent you from participating. If so, please email me and let me know. I will schedule a different time for groups in other time zones. 3. Don't forget to buy the fourth Slow American English workbook. It's available on Amazon along with the first three workbooks. You can use the workbooks either with the podcast or without it. They are full of ready-made lessons for teachers and students. 4. Become a website subscriber at www.slowamericanenglish.net. There are free transcripts plus links to become a patron and to buy workbooks. Now for the podcast. It's hard to think of a more famous symbol of the United States than the Liberty Bell. In addition to the bald eagle, Statue of Liberty, American flag, and Uncle Sam, the Liberty Bell stands for freedom. It's even in the name. It now stands in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which used to be the capital city of the USA before Washington, D.C. You can visit it at Liberty Bell Center near Independence Hall, where the Founding Fathers signed the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. The Liberty Bell has a large crack. Legend says that ringing the bell on the day the Declaration of Independence was signed caused it to crack. Unfortunately, that is not true. A magazine writer invented this story. The bell was made by Philly, short for Philadelphia, metal workers, John Pass and John Stowe. They melted down a defective bell to make this one in the early 1750s. It was installed in the State House, Capitol, in Philadelphia. It was rung to call legislators and citizens to meetings. An inscription is written on the bell which says, Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all inhabitants thereof. A second inscription says, 
by order of the Assembly of the Province of Pennsylvania for the State House in Philada. Philada was a short form of Philadelphia. A third inscription reads, Pass and Stow, M-D-C-C-L-I-I-I. The last part is the year 1753 in Roman numerals. Although specific details are unknown, the bell developed a small crack probably around the 1840s. To repair it, a larger crack was created, but the repair failed. A second crack also appeared shortly after that, ruining the bell forever. It could never be rung again. The bell was called the State House Bell until the mid-1800s. But even before it was called the Liberty Bell, abolitionists, women's suffragists, and civil rights leaders were inspired by the first inscription on the bell. In fact, it is said that people fighting for the end of slavery came up with the name Liberty Bell. More Liberty Bell facts. It weighs about 2,080 pounds. It is made of bronze. The original musical note of the bell was E-flat. The bell rang to mark the signing of the Constitution. During the Revolutionary War, the bell was taken from Philadelphia and hidden in a church in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It was moved to prevent the British from finding it and melting it down for weapons. It was rung to mark the deaths of George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, and other founding fathers. It was last rung on Washington's birthday in 1846. Every 4th of July, descendants of the signers of the Declaration of Independence gently tap the Liberty Bell 13 times in honor of the patriots from the original 13 states. Every Martin Luther King Day, the bell is gently tapped in honor of this great civil rights leader. Every state capital received a copy of the Liberty Bell in 1950 as part of a fundraiser by the U.S. Treasury Department. These copies don't have cracks. Normandy, France also has a copy of the bell. It was created in 2004 for the 60th anniversary of D-Day in World War II, which was in 1944. It was the day the Allied forces landed in Normandy to eventually end the war. That's the podcast for this time. Slow American English is written and produced by Karen Tolliver. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. For a free transcript and to subscribe to the podcast, visit www.slowamericanenglish.net. You can also subscribe via any podcast feed reader. Theme music for this podcast is written and performed by S.W. Campbell and used by permission. Find more music by this artist at www.soundclick.com slash S-W-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. This has been Slow American English. 
I'm Karen Tolliver. Thank you for listening.